Hello everybody, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 21. Chris Kelly and I talk about a WrestleMania that was in Hollywood. Hollywood, California, that is. It's a place where movies are made, so there are a lot of movie references in WrestleMania 21. It's pretty good WrestleMania. There's some great moments. There's some okay moments. Nothing that horrible. Well... Except two of the worst, three of the worst gimmicks of all time on in one segment together. But Rowdy's in it, so that's good enough for me. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper makes everything much, much better. Uh, before we begin, I should uh, insert some plugs here. My wrestling column for Neutrons, Protons is available on YouMeetThemEverybody.com. My appearance on Wrestling with Depression is available on YouMeetThemEverybody.com. My appearance on Champagne and Snark. If you really want to hear me talk about feminism... Go to you, me, them, everybody.com. Also, my other podcast, Ubi Estimia, for the WGN Podcast Network, that is now available. It's so much easier if you just go to you, me, them, everybody.com. It's all there. All right, without further ado, here's Chris Kelly and I on WrestleMania 21. All right, WrestleMania 21, we're in Hollywood, and that's the tagline. Just, we're in Hollywood. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. Uh, the the poster is pretty interesting for WrestleMania 21. We have uh five of our four of our matches and one of our interview segments. We have JBL and John Cena. We have Batista and Triple H. We have Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle. We have Undertaker and Kane. What appears to be Kane? No, not Kane. The Legend Killer, Randy Orton. I apologize. Yes. And then uh, Piper's Pit with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Uh, Hulk Hogan's in this WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, he's not on the on the poster, but he's uh, not, pretty, not he's not drawing. I guess it's pretty interesting. Yeah, anyway. I'm surprised that they think Roddy Piper would draw and that Hogan wouldn't. Exactly. I don't even know what the poster's for. Like, who who's like, oh, should we spend hundreds of dollars in this event? Let me check the poster. All right, we're good. Maybe I do think maybe. Yeah, yeah I really do because it, when it's something like this, when it's not a marquee matchup, when it's not Austin Rock, when it's not something that's huge. I think they do just put a bunch of people that appeal to different eras, and obviously yeah. Taker appeals to a certain type of person, so he's on the poster, but he's not going to be the ever be the premier guy. But Rowdy might actually get those old school fans, and putting him yeah. with Austin might be a good father something. Like, oh, you don't know who this guy is. This guy's the originator. That actually might be the thinking. It's weird. It's a weird, not great, far from horrible mania overall. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty solid. It's got a couple... Really good matches. It's got some stuff that's classic, and it's got some stuff that's brand new, and none of the stuff that's brand new really works. But none of it really fails, which makes it even weirder. Yeah, I think that's that's generally this era of wrestling, the two thousand five, two thousand six era. Yeah. I uh, the I'm finding the more we do these shows, the more I enjoy the right the transitional period, but like the right after or right before the transitional right. period. It's like I loved thirteen, not the edits era. Right. A lot of people say it started the Attitude Era. I really like 20, which is post-Attitude yeah. Era. But now we're, what is this horrible? Ruthless aggression. The ruthless aggression We're smack era. dab in it. And it's there's no, like, real, yeah. I think the ending that is, like, maybe 2008. It's kind of vague. Like, there's no there's no other era. We haven't named anything. They haven't used one as branding. It's all been kind of one continuous thing. All so. right. So we're at the Staples Center. It's our return to L.A. They haven't been there in a while. Since uh, in 7 when they couldn't fill the Coliseum. But that one actually looked pretty good. Remember? Yeah, because the smaller and that one was really hot. Yeah, really good room. They all at this point don't they all kind of feel the same? No, they really don't. I, I'm okay. starting to notice these uh, sizes of the venues really matter because this one's kind of small. 
Weren't right. we just in Seattle? A few. I mean, a few previous, but before this, we were in MSG, which is small, yeah, eighteen thousand. But the garden has that history. The garden's the garden, and it always is going to be like unique and cool, even if it's just a house show. It's kind of cool. Yeah. This is not bad. It looks pretty good. It's shot differently than how Raw is shot now, so it still looks different. Um, the the runner or whatever you call it from like the stage to the ring. Yeah. It's very like unique because it's got this red carpet thing. Because once again, we're in Hollywood. But it like there's a, a weird triangle, so I keep thinking gentlemen and women are gonna fall off of the, the thing. <laughs> it does not look stable or like a well thought out design. Our last uh, one at the garden had this like great uh, screen from below. This one yeah. is just weird. Yeah, no, they not they, bad. Weird, just weird, and it's very Hollywood. I mean, that's they stick to the theme. We're gonna see a WrestleMania Hollywood sign, and um, and our after our. Our America the Beautiful, we get a little bit of a, a trailer. Yeah. there. Yeah. We, well, yeah, America Parodies, the Beautiful, yeah. song by Lillian Garcia, fine. Not a celeb, so yeah. I'm not that enthused. Yeah. I like my celebs. I like my Aretha Franklin, who's zooming who. This is no Aretha Franklin, but it'll do. Lillian Garcia's a perfectly fine woman. Right. Nothing against Lillian Garcia. Does anybody care about Lillian Garcia? She, no, she's like there. She's pretty nice. She's People there like in, her. Yeah, yeah, right? she's fine. She's and well, she's like unoffensive, and she says... Uh, she's the ring announcer, and sometimes she forgets to say like the ends of words. Yeah, good for her. Um, so yeah, there's a montage of soldiers, uh, less stock footage than previous years, which is nice. Booker T's in this, Rey Mysterio's in this, Lillian Garcia in a Miss Santa Claus outfit yeah, is in yeah, this. That's a gift for the troops. And obviously, John Cena's in this. Then we go to our montage with all of our superstars doing movie parodies. Yeah, so you get Booker T as uh, Sam Jackson in Pulp Fiction, and you get Triple H in Braveheart. And there's Forrest Gump. There's Basic Instinct. A uh, few good men with Cena and Bradshaw, which is great. That's probably my favorite. No, no, that's completely wrong. Dirty Harry's good. When Henry met Sally with Kurt Angle and Christy Hemi, that's the best one. Yeah, is, yeah. Um, and then everybody as Travis Pickle. And that's the worst one, I'd say. Yeah, because they got a bunch of uh, mopes doing that. Then we have our second, maybe third, if you consider the America the Beautiful package, but we have another video. Yes, a video promoting an interview, basically, as we find out. Stone Cold. It's Stone Cold in the movie Gladiator, uh, running down his list of nicknames, and uh, he's there to unleash hell. But really, though, because he's in a Piper's Pit. Uh, noticeably absent is The Rock. The only actual Hollywood star. The Rock is not part of this WrestleMania. Yeah. And this is a Batista pre, uh, pre-stardom. Pre-Bautista. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Oh, uh, God. There's a lot of... we Once, finally, after our 10-minute package of intros is over, which I'm usually a fan of. I, you know me. Yeah. I love the pop and circumstance more than the actual wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I'm bored. I'm not happy with this. The people that attended WrestleMania 21... 21. Uh, great job with the signs, everybody. I'm very proud of everyone. They took a lot of time and effort. And this is before they would just give you a giant poster board with a Sharpie in the lobby, which they do now. Yeah. These people brought signs from home kudos to you people you did a great job uh only one sign stood out do you want to say which one it was yeah it's in our next match uh eddie our, our technically our, our first, first match because we haven't had any matches because all we do is uh video packages eddie guerrero versus Rey mysterio and the, the sign is he lies he cheats he stole my heart uh reference eddie guerrero's theme music and uh, uh and his actual motto. heart because it exploded yeah is that how he died of a heart attack right? yeah yeah because cocaine and steroids work they do the job, yeah. As you can as you can tell, uh, but the the match here is he was the reigning tag team champion with Rey Mysterio, first time that 
tag team champs are facing off in WrestleMania. Which I love. Um, and here's the issue. Uh, you can't now challenge anybody. Another tag team can't challenge for the belt. Yeah. So now, with a right now, 2016 WWE, there's a very healthy tag team division. I don't want to see the New Day fight each other. Right. But if the New Day has no opponents and they're just taking on two solo, like, singles wrestlers that just team up, sure, let them wrestle each other. That's a great idea. Yeah. How was the division at this time? I have no idea. But with a year previous, we saw, like, we had eight tag team tag teams, right? Yeah. Because it was two by four. Yeah, that's right. And none, and of, none of them were, even the champions weren't, the, one of the, Pat, one uh, set of champions was Booker T and RVD, which is not a team. Or just two singles. Guys. And one of them was a kind of nostalgia act of too cool. Yeah, so it wasn't good. No. Yeah, and they, had a, they had like, they had one, like the team that was good to watch, which was Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, but they didn't win. They just had a couple good spots. All right, so this is probably a good time to do this type of match. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you got tag team champs, but who cares about the division? So you get two of your, two of your stars in a, in a good good story. It's like which one is the, the real star in the tag team? Who's doing all the heavy lifting? Sort it's of a, different eras as well. Ray's a little bit younger than Eddie. Yeah, and there is that, that storyline of, you know, that Guerrero paving the way for a lot of these guys or whatever. Yeah, and it's a, I'd say it's probably the second best match of the night. Yeah, it's up there. Because, I mean, they do, you know, Mysterio comes out in his uh, Mex, Mex America outfit, <laughs> which is the, it's half American flag, half Mexican flag, uh, which they can't get enough of because they're doing, they did that gimmick uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, and then quickly got rid of it because it sucked. Um, so, but yeah, they have this just great, they they can do the mat work, they do the, the lucha. One of the fastest matches other than, one of the, that Japanese lightweight match from like, Twelve or yeah, something like that. Do you remember what was yeah, that yeah. Called? That, that might have been the weight. only match that has been faster in terms of like move sets yeah. and skills. Maybe sets the, maybe this. that like the one we had last time with all the all the light heavyweight guys. Yeah, because they were just like boom, boom, that boom. That ladder match was really good. Yeah, you're right. No, no, not was that it one. The ladder match? No, it's the one. Um, that ladder match was really good. It, Ray was in it, and like Billy. Billy Kidman did the shooting stuff oh, press and Lana's head. But that one was too confusing to right. care. That yeah, was yeah. one at a time. This is oh, I think no, yeah. a little bit better. Oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, they they but they're doing um some great stuff. I mean And I want to say this clearly. Cole did a very good job explaining this story and, and calling this match without a video package. Yeah, I actually have that too, that Taz and Cole are doing good storytelling. Yeah. Just like going through um a big part of it is that Eddie and Ray know each other from being tag champs and from being friends and stuff. And uh, they know that all the counters and the near misses is because you can write it's it's that they know what's coming. They anticipate. There were way more submission moves than I thought I was going to see to match with these two guys, which was great. Yeah, no, because they could do it all. And that's the I mean, especially Eddie can really do do all of it. And we've seen that he does that surfboard thing where you get that Dan O'Brien would do where you get your your feet behind their ankles and f- kind of roll onto your back. Um it's kind of it was really distracting this match. It's a little thing, but Ray keeps fix, fixing his mask. Yeah. So it's like he even has to like kind of stop moves and logically the guy, you know, Eddie would just hit him. Yeah. So that that kind of sucks, but Ray does uh pull out a win. Um and if you notice in the match, they're both they're basically two faces. Like Eddie doesn't do anything particularly heelish. You know, they're not and so you, you know, and they both had the crowd behind them. Um, so they shake hands, and there's... Yeah, Eddie looks great. I don't even... Re- yeah, I had to look at my notes to see who actually won this match. Yeah. Which is what I you want to see in any match. Right, that it's evenly matched, and it could go either way. Um, 
you know, and they shake hands and there's no there's no swerve. They don't break up and Eddie doesn't go heel or anything. It's a 12 minute, 39 second match, which is pretty long for an opening match at WrestleMania. Um, and, and my theory, it, it made sense before I looked at my notes. This is the opening match, and we're in California, so you got one guy from Texas and one guy from Mexico. Of course, there's a big Hispanic population in the arena. Right. This is a great way to open Mania. Yes. But didn't actually open the house. There was a 30-man battle royale that opened the house. So you don't even. This isn't even your first match of the night, really. Right. But it's the first one they that people give a crap about, and I can see it. I mean, it's. I, I wouldn't downplay the, the the Hispanic angle, but you also have two of your best workers. Starting Agreed. off, it's probably the best opening match we've had since uh, Regal Jericho. Like as far as like a that good, was a really good match. Yeah. yeah, as far as having a good wrestling and that gets the crowd behind it. We should look at all of the opening matches because the more I think about these opening matches, the better I'm. Like oh, like oh, that's great. Owen Hart and Bret Hart. That was the opening match. That was like yeah. the match of the night. There's probably one might be better than your headlining match overall. Because you think of all those years with Hogan, that must kill the average. Yeah, there's got to be there's some in the beginning. Yeah, it's in our re- that's going to be in our recap show. Sure. But a, a note here is that you know Eddie goes from having that classic match with Kurt Angle, um, practically headlining, um, to going to be like a solid dep- dependable opener. We're going to see this in a couple of these first few matches of just like, yeah, these guys they had their moment, they had their WrestleMania moments at twenty, and now we're moving on. And you yeah. can see with the with the way this card is built that those guys are on their way out. I mean. Unfortunately, we don't know that they're going out because they're going to be dead soon. But uh, you know, the and guys that came in—that's a cruel what if because you you might have gotten another like run from Guerrero as your guy. Yeah, you never really know, right? But you see it—it it does in in different eras. They they transition guys out of those roles, you know, uh, sooner or sometimes longer. You yeah. Know? All right, moving on to another few guys that could have been headlining this WrestleMania. Yeah, so we cut backstage and uh, JBL is with his. His seconds, Orlando Jordan, and the rest of the cabinet. Uh, JBL is in his. That's his gimmick. He's done with his uh, being an uh, always pounding answer. Okay, so JBL right now is the uh, one of the three announcers on Monday Night Raw. Correct. JBL in real life also does like like business analysis for Fox News. Yeah, I think I mean it was either Fox or CNBC, but he's done that stuff, and that's actually how he has made some money. I don't know. He, I don't think he's made billions. This is so weird. Yeah, because he still does uh, wrestling stuff, right? But then again, the owner of the company, he's legit a billionaire, is doing he wrestling gets punched stuff. Punched in the face at seventy years old. Yeah, what hey, the fuck? You got to lead from lead from the top. Yeah, and JBL's gimmick is. I mean, they always see it references. It's J.R. Ewing. Exactly, but this That's is twenty two, years thank old. Thank you. This is twenty five years old. Yeah. That's nineteen eighty five. What yeah. the hell? It the pop pop culture stuff takes them a while. But uh So yeah, so it's an eighties gimmick. Yes. Okay. And it's I mean it's basically it's a Texan it's Texas oil man or Texas It's the guy in the Simpsons with the guns that goes yeehaw. It's yeah, that guy. It's that plus uh million dollar man. Oh fuck the million dollar man. His belt, not a million dollars. It's a lie. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, it did not cost a million dollars. Um so these these uh Jamokes run into uh Triple H and and Nature Boy. Uh, Triple H is in his lemmy uh, mutton chop phase. Rest in peace. I kind of like this look of Triple H. I saw this once in like a, I think maybe like Dusty's documentary or like the Dusty uh, Nature Boy rivalry, mm-hmm. which is really good on the network. But I saw that and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. What? No, because he's got the Nature Boy feathered hair and then he's got the mutton chops and he's still like a 
dirty blonde. It just looks so silly. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's the only time where he looks like he fits his theme music, which is yeah. Motorhead. Yeah. yeah. Um, he looks like a biker for the first time. Really? Yeah. Why not? Well, then it works, and it works yeah. for the character. He's yeah. he's total heel mode at this point. He's a so. scumbag piece of shit that could kick your ass in a biker bar. Yeah, it's Triple and H, al- and also he has a character. <laughs> oh, I like Triple H. Aww. He's a winner. I <laughs> like winners. Why do I like Triple H but not Shawn Michaels? Um, because I think Shawn Michaels broke your heart when you realized that Maybe he's a piece it. of shit, and then and he, I kind of always knew with Triple H. You like, kind of know the deal, right? I think that might be it. Yeah. So All right, Michael, let's go back. Yeah. So we uh. They run into each other. They're both champions. Uh, they talk to each other, but there's like no heat in the segment because they're not facing each other. I they're just both thought, heel champs. I thought the entire reason that this existed was to get Ric Flair on camera saying "woo." That's usually the reason. Because that's how it closed. <laughs> just for right. no reason. Yeah, that's still ha- that happened in the last WrestleMania. So yeah, and it'll definitely happen in in Woo! 2016. Um, so then we we cut back to the arena to see our our celebs because we're in Hollywood. And uh, Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider are there. Because, you know why? Longest Yard. That's right. Who's in the Longest Yard? Nash, Austin, Goldberg. That's right. Big Kali, I think. Okay, so. That classic. I didn't know this until I read the Wikipedia page. Here are the superstar celebrities at yeah, actually, WrestleMania. Does it say superstar no, on Wikipedia? No, I said that. Okay. Here they are. David Arquette. WC, former WCW champion David Arquette. Uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, who we see later on. Is that right? Yeah, I believe he's on the list. He's a wrestling fan. That you'll see him occasionally. I think we've seen him at other. We've time. seen him for yeah. sure. The Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Billy Corgan. Uh, somewhat like wrestling owner type wrestling guy. Uh, now. Yeah. And previous wrestling owner, current head of creative for TNA. Oof. What? It's a horrible company. He gets to hang out with... Uh, nobody. There's nobody there. The Hardys and yeah. Kurt Angle for another two weeks. Yeah, until Kurt Angle breaks his neck. Yeah. No, Kurt Angle's done January 31st. And then he's going to probably do MMA and break his neck. I just went... No, I think he's he's going to have to be at Mania. They're running out of people. They're not going to have a a Hall of Famer die in the ring at Mania. That's that's what Ooh. we call... Ooh, in, that's, that's the fact. In the press world, that's a PR disaster. Anthony Kiedis... Yeah. Ice Cube. Carmen Electra. Okay. Stallone. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Matt Groening, Groening from The Simpsons. Rick Rubin, who uses he's at like every wrestling event. Will also, Sasso. Uh, also like a one-time, I think he like he gave money to like Smoky Mountain or something. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Will Sasso. He's, has he been in? We talked about Will Sasso before in, in the context of Mania. Yeah. Yeah. And Macaulay Culkin. Back. How? Oh, that's right. Mac was there Holy at like. Shit. Wasn't Mac there at? Who's in the L.A. one? Yeah. How do they not show these people? Like the one thing I always assume Mania or wrestling in general is going to try to do is put a camera on someone famous that's not in the wrestling world. Yeah, and the theme is Hollywood, and they show the fuckers who have the wrestling movie that's got all the people who don't work for you. Also, Goldberg and Nash don't work for you. Oh my god! Like, what the fuck happened? They're. It's not, not. I even say it's a football movie, right? It's a football, it's a football prison. Movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a football yeah, prison it's a movie. Yeah. What isn't that weird? There, it's it's very strange that that had to be. I'm I'm really surprised that it's on Wikipedia. How do they not have Carmen Electra on camera? Like the, the yeah. all they um, like to do is show former Playboy models. Yeah. Do you think? And there's no way it got cut on the network. Like that, they, they have likeness no, rights. They have, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is crazy. All right, let's go back yeah. to wrestling, whatever. Let's go back to it. This is a really good match. Um, this is the first Money in the Bank 
ladder match. This is a really good match. It yeah. didn't start really good. Yeah, but actually, it, no. I take that back. It's I, it started exactly how I wanted it to start. So we have Edge, Jericho, Shelton Benjamin, who has the IC belt. Correct. Which is another problem because now we have the IC belt not up for grabs at Mania, right. and our tag team belt not up for grabs at Mania. Well, this is because we have the two belt situation still, That's so right. you can have two headliners with main belts. Absolutely, Benoit. Christian, who has got a little of assistance from uh, Tyson Tomko and Kane. Yes. So relatively smaller gentlemen except Kane. Right. Kane is introduced last. What does everybody else do? Goes attacks Kane while he's en- trying to enter the ring with <laughs> Take ladders. Take him out. That's a great That's the logic. That. It makes sense. That's so great. Because it's it's like the kind of the inverse of like a Royal Rumble. Everyone has to team up on your Andre or your Big Show or whatever because you got to get this guy or he's going to beat it. And like the, the thinking is that Kane is... There's still that he's like this indestructible monster, even though he's been very destructible. Well, also, as soon as Kane comes out from behind the curtain, uh, he does his fire thing, and all the fire, all the ladders start. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, don't use those ladders in the match. Um, you know, somebody fucked up and was like, "Ooh, that's hot." <laughs> Owie. Yeah, they that's that's the thing that hurts in the ladder match. Um Jericho, speaking of like uh Triple H's feathered hair, he's got the flare hair and a beard. Does he look worse then or currently now? I don't know if you watch Raw, but I didn't, yeah. he's wearing vests that don't cover his paunch. Here's the thing. Jericho is, I'd say, like, at least a 7 out of 10 anywhere he goes. As far as, like, Attract, Like, in terms of oh, like attractive a human being. Yeah, he's like he's a rock star. He's a, that's his gimmick. <laughs> and I guess in real life, whatever. Loser. He's self-actualized. Loser. I'm talking about wrestling, so I'm not the loser. Um He's never figured it out, his hair or his facial hair. No. Like, ever. He used to have, like, the right, like, the like the chin strap goatee no, and, like, that's not hair good. in, a, that's not, in like a, not even enough for like a ponytail. A bun type thing. He's yeah. never figured it out. Yeah. Some guys, so many wrestlers have are just horribly ugly men, but they have a thing that, and they figure it out. They have a good look. They have Jericho their look. Jericho is the opposite. Yeah. I mean, Austin. Austin's a good example. A guy who, like, figured out his look. Like, he's, yep. he's a... He looks like a like a hard guy, and he's you know a rough guy, and he figured out his look. He used to have like thinning blonde hair and and baby, and clean shaven. Didn't work. Shave the head, get a goatee, Amazing. get an earring. It works it's perfect. Jericho has the most tools in the toolbox. He yeah. doesn't know what the fuck to do. Still yeah. doesn't. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, the only guy who's gone from wearing like used to wear full tights pants, and now as he's getting. Ponchier goes, you know what? Let's bring the trunks out. Yeah, that's a good point. I never even connected. He's just like, yeah, does not. There's a disconnect there. And he doesn't. He still doesn't look bad. Yeah, but you'd think the oh, no. no. I guess you wouldn't think that the one guy that's in hair metal would know what to do. This is the, perfect. Right. He genuinely loves hair metal. He looks like it. There you go. Fuck. Yeah. Um. You know. Also in this, like you're saying with Benoit, it's another example. A guy who literally had like an amazing WrestleMania moment, won the belt, and now he's in like. The, the six the, man, the six man, like kill yourself for a couple minutes of fame match. He's got a spot in this. Uh, yeah. just, oh yeah, but he does come out. He um, when he does come out, uh, these are checkoff stitches. He has like twenty something stitches on his above his eye. So stay tuned. It's great. Um, so great. Yes, and by so great, I mean like I hope no one ever does this again because you could see years getting taken off of his life in and one others spot. and other people. Yeah, yeah, lots of years, lots of years taken off. Um, yeah, and Edge in this, uh, he looks like Head from the band Corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also looks roided as fuck because remember, if we remember from the last time, he was Edge was coming back from injury, and when you want to come back from injury, you do steroids. Okay, yes. true. 
Um, and we are reminded very early on that Edge and Christian have done this before in yes, a ladder match. Yes, ladder matches. Uh, and then you realize, why why are we watching this then? <laughs> because why don't you just have those guys wrestle in, on ladders? Because that was amazing. In all fairness, this is amazing. It gets amazing, but it takes a while. I, there's a couple things. Jericho does that thing where he seesaws the ladder right in a Christian's face. And then the bell rings to start the match. So it starts pretty great. Um, you do this match, though, you are subjected to Edge's garbage spear. It looks like I'd rather have, I'd rather take Edge's spear in his peak than take Charlotte's spear. I think it would hurt more. I think hers hurts more than his. I don't know. It's not, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Honestly. I would not take Roman Reigns because he's awesome and that looks like it would not be Well, fun. Roman Reigns was a football player. Yeah. He's just tackling you. That's yeah. all his yeah. spear is. That's why it's perfect. It's like, just a football move. It's a pure... That's the way you're supposed to tackle. You're, you're, supposed, to, to the t- you're supposed to punch the ground and then <laughs> tackle someone. But you, you've been trained how to tackle, right? Do you know how to tackle? Yeah, I ball off football I played, yeah. No, no I'm being I don't serious. Know if I it's tackle. super simple. That's the, like, the correct way to tackle yeah. is you don't have your head down. You have to have your head up, and you're trying to poke the ball out with your with, helmet. Yeah. Right? So you need to have your head up. And that's why your uh, your head is supposed to be the side of someone, not into their gut. Right. That's why your shoulder is supposed to go into their gut. Yeah, this, that's it. Yeah, it's just a tackle. Today's podcast brought to you by the film Concussion. No, no, no that's yeah. preventing concussions. Yeah, no, I know. When you go have a head to head, head, yeah, yeah, like that's why edge looks like head from the band Corn. Full circle. Um, Jr. does have a great line in this where he's like, "Christian is eating more ladder than the law should allow." <laughs> what is the amount of ladder that one should be allowed to eat? Um, and let's then go some, let's do some cool spot stuff. Yes. Uh, Sheldon Benjamin does a, a stinger splash. I think it's on Jericho, and they say that's a stinger, stinger splash. splash, which is weird. Yeah, because are we supposed to know who Sting is at this point? Because obviously we all do. But in terms of the right. WWE universe, this is 2005. WCW is done. Sting is TNA. TNA, but he's still not part of the company. No, no. Even though they own WCW, they own WCW and reference the history. But they do they, they reference the history. The history they want, like NWO exactly. and stuff. So do it's very strange for someone to call. I lo- had to look it up. Like, is that because that's not the official name of it? I didn't think it's so. Named after Sting, and so to call it that was kind of crazy. Because like now, I mean, it's funny now that when they have these guys who are coming in from New Japan, they have to refer even like on WWE.com. They haven't signed them yet. They're saying like AJ, AJ Styles is a veteran of like the national scene. They don't say TNA now. They don't want to give. They're like so petty. They're this just so petty. So, do you think that J, because Jr. used to call WCW? Yeah, it's got to just be. Do that's, you think it was a slip of the tongue? I think so. I don't. Yeah, um, but he does a singer splash. He also does a T-bone suplex off the ladder. That's is that the clothesline of Jericho? Um, Benjamin yeah. runs does up the ladder. Well, he does that. That's Jericho. right. That no, no, that's he runs up the ladder thing. That's cool. Here, here's the thing. Uh, it's it's cool in theory, and it looks cool the first time you see yeah. it, and then the second time you see it, you're like, oh, that wasn't well executed. Yeah. And then they show it from the above-the-ring camera, and it looks amazing. Right. They still underutilize that above-the-ring camera. That above-the-ring camera could hide almost any imperfection, and it makes everything look it makes incredibly everything look, dangerous. Yeah. Is that why they don't do it? Because they don't want it to make it look too dangerous? So, like... There's this weird disconnect of like, oh, if I just see them going up ladders looking directly at them, it's not scary. But if I see it from above them, I'll wreck, I'll realize the danger and feel like a bad human being. No, because at this point, they want the, they still want the danger. Okay. So, so it's weird that they don't. Why yeah. aren't we showing that camera? That camera yeah. angle is the best camera angle in all of wrestling. Yeah. It's strange. It's like, because they, they don't use it that often. No, they don't. Like, no, I'm saying that they, they don't do multi-man. They don't like know how to produce these as well because they don't do it. Well, right? 
At this maybe, point, this is, this is first like of all, a, this is the first one. They've done other ladder matches, but we've done tag ones and TLCs, but we've never done Money in the Bank and all that. So. Yeah, but Money in the Bank is really no different than. I mean, it's the same as the like a TLC. Yeah, any, there's something yeah, any hanging. Ladder match. Yeah, it's the same idea. Right. So yeah, but they. Yeah, but they even now. In tw- like in twenty fifteen when they don't. did TLC, they like that's the best camera. Can guys, they, you yeah. have you do this it's a special event, people are gonna get hurt. Let's see it, guys. Yeah. That's that's the money. What I don't know why. Like there's yeah. gotta be a reason. There's gotta be a note in that playbook that says why we're not showing this amazing right. angle. Well when we have Vince on, we can find out. Do you think when Vince has done Stone Cold's podcast? Yeah. I'm trying to think if we'll do any others. Be, but it doesn't matter because he's never going to be honest. I do think Stephanie McMahon, once her father dies, will be honest about everything. She's been on Howard Stern. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything because Stern doesn't really care. <laughs> Did Stern ask her about Macho Man? He asked about her boob job. Yeah, who cares? Because it's uh, Howard Stern. Yes, but, but has Stern asked about Macho Man? That's the only thing you really kind of right. still don't know. Yeah. Being For the listener at home, if, you, if you're listening to this, you probably know, but the rumor is... A 16-year-old Stephanie McMahon was seduced and/or sexually assaulted because that's how the law works by uh, yes. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, which is incredibly believable based on kayfabe, <laughs> and so, also real life. We don't know that. Yeah, but mm, okay. Yeah, but in this match where there's no <laughs> Randy Savage or sexual assault, um, basically there, you know, this. You have any other spots? Because Benjamin's like the most athletic. Benjamin is amazing. Yeah. Um, there are two more uh, spots. Using a few people do this. I think um, they use the ladder to poke at the person who's currently about to get the briefcase. Yeah. So it's just like a big stick. <laughs> hey, get down it. Get down from there. It's both effective and funny. Yeah. I love that spot. And then the second one is the Benoit. The headbutt? Oh, my God. You yes. should. So that, well, the, I'd have one other Benoit thing that he does while he's still, you know, not concussed. Um, he is, he gets, Kane uses the, the ladder on Benoit to like break his, his arm, mm-hmm. like sandwiches it with the ladder. Yeah. Um, and then Benoit does very much sell that the whole match, which is great. Like even when he's climbing the ladder, like he can't really use that arm because mm-hmm. Kane broke it. Um, but as I said, he's got those stitches. He does a ladder. He does a head, a flying headbutt off the top of the ladder. Um, you know, you don't have to blade if you have fresh stitches cause it turns out your head will just bust open and you'll bleed everywhere. He's spazzing. He's selling the hell out of it, but at the same time, just busted open twenty something stitches. So, kayfabe. Do okay. Guys used to get fined by Vince McMahon if they got caught blading. Right. <laughs> but only because they got caught. I think it's sure. if you get caught because sure. you're exposing the business. Exactly. This is already an exposed business by just having stitches in your head. You How know what I expo- mean? No, no, it doesn't. Because it's know re- what's going to happen. No, no. Exposing the business would saying would be like you're showing. That it's fake. This sure. is the opposite. You're okay, showing that so it's real because you had real stitches and now that's real blood. It's crazy. Yeah, it's he, so maybe got crazy. a bonus for this. Um, I do like how the edge, how edge uses chairs in this in a yeah. ladders match. Yeah. and I think you should always be rewarded by using chairs. And that when he wins, and I'm he's like, rewarded with a with the money in the briefcase and uh, no money. It's a contract, but uh, money in the bank. Excuse me. Yeah. And uh, runs out uh, uh, because there's a lot of angry men in that match and uh, Benoit is crying and bleeding and selling as he should be. We still got a couple more before tragedy strikes. It's a pretty good match. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I just meant Benoit specifically. Yeah. But the one of him spasming, there's a really good gif of like, it's, he's like, I don't like, I don't want to do this. And Vince is like, do it. And then he does it. And then he's just spasming. And it's like, yeah, this is why he died. It's cause he did too many of these. Oh my gosh. So then we get to um, everything that's wrong with wrestling. Then now and forever in one segment. 
Okay. So I didn't know who Eugene was yeah. until Nick Dinsmore, yeah. Okay. Eugene is a special needs wrestler. Why are you like he's a retarded wrestler? Like but like we're gonna be politically they correct. They don't say do no. they say retarded? I assume it's I some, think they yeah. actually say at one point he's a special, special guy, needs. special needs, something to that. Yeah, they're they're being really respectful by making jokes about him being special. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna use the terms they use. Okay, that's good. Uh, he opened Mania is in plain Forrest Gump. <laughs> Very respectful. Uh, he comes By the out way, to Forrest Gump '94. This is 2005. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. Well, it's not like that obscure movie, but all those movies were old. Anyway, Gladiator was 2000, though. At least that's 2001, maybe. Yeah. All right. So he comes out to ta- talk about his favorite WrestleMania moment, which is the match where uh, King Kong Bundy had to fight all his midgets. <laughs> Do you think that's the moment, like, a lot of, like, Jericho saw Shawn Michaels, the character of Jericho saw Shawn Michaels and was like, I want to be a wrestler. The character of Eugene saw that match and was like, I want to be a wrestler. Yes. That's good. That's kayfabe, guys. Um, and uh, he's he's doing his thing, and then out comes Muhammad Hassan and his manager, uh, Divari. Um Best Muhammad, gimmick ever. So Muhammad Hassan from Wikipedia is an his gimmick is an Arab American wrestler who wants relief from the increased prejudice and stereotypes created by the nine eleven attacks. That's what the character wants. This character is a rib on Arab Americans who wanted relief after nine eleven attacks. Because that would be yeah, if you do that you'd be an asshole. And um so yeah, this character uh actually doesn't have much of a m- much longer to go because on July fourth SmackDown of uh, in 2005, they would do a terrorist attack on the Undertaker, and then the London bombings happened by the time like, but like the, the day after aired. SmackDown, yeah. Um, they like guys <laughs> Mah- Muhammad Hassan like dropped to his knees and started praying, and guys in uh, what is it Babaklava? I can't I can never say that. But they come out the ma- oh, the black masks. God. They use piano wire. <laughs> they carried away the Undertaker like the Wyatts. Yeah, so that uh, oh my God. so mid two thousands WWE. So we've got two down. Okay. We've got a special needs. We're making fun of the the mentally challenged. We are so ribbing a man in fake Arabs. life. A man in fake life mm-hmm. is making fun of the mentally challenged. Yes. A man in fake life, who I think is Italian, is making. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. Yeah. Is making uh, fun of stere- uh, terror stereotypes. Yes, and then not even just her. He's making fun of like law-abiding Muslims who don't want to be associated with 9-11. And then, <laughs> finally, a third party comes out. Yeah. In in fake life is an American, but in real life is a racist. His name is... Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Comes the out. real American theme hits to a huge pop. Hulkamania's back. It was gone for one WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Hulk. Yes, uh, he had, was inducted into the Hall of Fame the night before, so of, co- of course he's there. Um, he does his moves. Uh, he no sells a chair shot, throws those assholes out of the ring. Uh, he, then he milks it for way too long. It's longer than the than the the racist bit. and inappropriate bit. Yeah, his celebration. They cut to his stupid family. Uh, Linda's his real life son who killed a man. Yeah, his uh, his his family who's horrible in real life. Uh, Linda McMahon is, excuse me, Linda Hogan. Uh, I didn't, I never put the two and two together there before. Uh, she's recording with a camcorder, 
Like I like that. I don't. I don't. I like that. I thought it was his daughter was recording with a camcorder. Oh no, that's only because his wife and his girlfriend and his daughter all look exactly alike. <laughs> Which someone pointed out is not that bad because, like, yeah, his daughter's gonna the daughter's gonna look like the mother, and he's attacked on the mother, right? But when you start dating people who are your your daughter's age, then you run into a problem. You racist piece of shit. Also, da- uh, David Arquette, WCW champion, David Arquette is with them. Uh, JR says... Here's my one note. Yeah. The Hogan gimmick is actually worse than the terrorist gimmick or the special <laughs> needs gimmick. That's the most unbelievable... Like, who would have root for that guy? Yeah. For all these years. JR, because he's got to be, like, laughing inside, goes, Hogan looks better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> he looks horrible. He gets to the top of the ramp and poses for more. Like, oh, you want more? And, like, doing things with his hands and, like, oh, my God. Here's a great part. Um, if you watch this on the WWE Network... On uh, <laughs> there's chapter selection, yeah. but because it's Benoit f- and then Hogan, there's like an hour of the, like there's no chapter. What could selection. this be? <laughs> yeah, there's a Benoit followed by a Hogan segment. Come on, yeah, can it get the any editor better? is like, oh, this is a lot of work. This like, is a why lot is of this work. even on the network, guys? <laughs> yeah, why bother? This is so great. Yes, and then we get to something that's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. This is a yeah. really good match. So this is the match, which they say, like, the stip is, like, a legend killer match. It's, like, it's uh, the legend killer, Randy Orton, uh, versus the legend, The Undertaker. I didn't realize that was Orton's gimmick when he first started. That's a great gimmick. Well, After Evolution was, le- yeah, the legend. I mean, yeah. But that's, like, a group. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like his, that's a fucking awesome gimmick because he's, yeah. he's our second or third third-generation wrestler. Correct. Son of Cowboy Bob Orton, who looks nothing like his son. No, he yeah. looks like a. He looks like us. He looks like he's <laughs> fun at a bar. But Randy, Orton, I think he was fun at a bar. Randy life. Orton is fucking. He looks like a fucking Adonis man. It's yeah. crazy, and that's why they, that's why they push him as they should have because he's he's yeah yeah, and he's the third gen guy. He's the youngest champion at twenty four. Um, which they they gave him to you know why he was the champian at twenty four years old because they wanted to make it. They w- didn't want to have Brock Lesnar have that name anymore. Yep, Brock was twenty five and he was. Um, so basically, that was. Randy's thing, Legend Killer. He was like RKOing like Harley Race and like just you know wreaking havoc. Pretty much any vet, he was just like, "Fuck yeah, you! Fuck I'm gonna you, spit in your old, face and I'm, I'm gonna RKO yeah. you." Awesome. Yeah, do something about it. To prove how hardcore he was, he RKO'd his on-screen girlfriend, Stacy Keebler. I had to look that up. I was like, "Why is Stacy Keebler getting RKO'd?" She's I had like to look a- up who it was. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, it's like a blonde." I didn't know. I no, because I legit I couldn't remember if they ever they did a storyline with Undertaker's wife. With Ben, with uh, DDP, and I wasn't sure. Like, exactly, and is, is Undertaker wife real life wife or Kate? I Because he remember. was married to a. He wrestler, was married. He's to, still married to a different wrestler. No, I don't think Sarah. The one on his neck tat is Sarah, and I don't think he's. This is before Michelle McCool. Okay, he's on his fourth wife, right? She's like our age. <laughs> Undertaker's no, piece of Ma- shit. Oh yeah, Michelle McCool. She's a little older than us. Eh, We're gonna look it up, but yeah, Um, but in this package, which is does does a really good job of selling this this match, really really good video package, way too long, right? (laughs) Cowboy Bob Orton though came out and he was like, "My son is the future of this company, but not if you beat him, please." He's begging for mercy, drops his knees, begs for mercy, and Undertaker shrugs him off and turns around and get gets RKO'd, gets set up. So great, yeah, I fucking love that. This is a great story, yeah. And then you know this is our second time we've had Undertaker back. He floats out. Oh, you're not going to like this. Did you see the news about Undertaker today? No. He, you know who's going to wrestle at Mania? Who? You want to guess? Sting. No, way worse. Braun Strowman. Way worse. Who? He's an actually good wrestler. Who? Kevin Owens. That's not bad. That's horrible because Taker's going to win, and that sucks. 
I don't. First of all, news by the way, is, Michelle McCool that, is his current wife, and that's his third wife. And I apologize, not his fourth wife. Okay, how old is she? Thirty-five. Okay, she's close to your age, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm thirty-three. <laughs> uh, also, that's a, those are rumors. Don't believe rumors on the internet, especially when it comes to wrestling. Her age or no? Her? Uh, Kevin Owens facing Undertaker. That's not like announced. Um. So Undertaker floats. What culture posted it twelve hours ago? Oh wow! Kevin Owens challenges Undertaker to WrestleMania match. We'll see. All right. Undertaker floats out on a hoverboard. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Called it. Okay, um, so that doesn't count for calling it. If here's the problem with this. Um, Taker's intro, part of it is perfect. It's got They got druids with fire. Awesome. Yes. Old school intro with the dong. Here's the dong. There's the dong. Perfect. Then you have the Undertaker floating on a Segway. Before, or not a Segway. Yeah. Or whatever the they fuck have them there. They, I mean, it's a pulley system. They're, they're yeah. pulling them out there, yeah. He comes out first. Yeah. Did you notice that? Taker's supposed to come out second. That Whoever has the belt is supposed to come out second. That's kind of the thing. Right. I don't. I can't think of even a logical reason, because if they do have some pulley system, then you got to move that so that Orton can come out, right? Yeah. Yeah, it makes well, no sense. So why are we doing this? I don't. I genuinely don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, but that happens a lot. I feel like you get angry at it, but it happens a lot. What Taker coming out first, or the guy that's supposed to come out second comes out? The and belt, sometimes the, the belt is whatever, because sometimes like there's an intricate intro, and I understand it. Right. Um, like Rusev in a tank, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he came out first, even though he had the belt at the time. Right. I think. And also, Cena would come out second because it's sure. Cena. Like I'm okay with even the belt thing, but like if Orton had an intro that was just like. There's 12 legends on the way to the ring that he RKO's. Like, yeah, he should come out second, <laughs> but he's just walking to There's the 12 ring. legends that he's encased in carbonite yeah, that he they has to pass them. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But there's no real reason. That's what I don't understand about What him. I think you would be more upset is that this is the first time that Michael Cole really puts over the streak. It's also the first time that they start talking about Michael Cole starts talking about mind games while yeah. fucking Randy Orton is backstage. He, <laughs> how could it be a mind game if he can't see it? It's not yeah. even a it's just like, I don't know what's going on on that side of the wall. That's not a mind game. Mind games, Brandon. That's what I had. A f- and then they show Fabulous Moolah, and I just like to say, fuck Fabulous Moolah. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the legends that Orton took out. <laughs> Which is great. That's good. We can get behind that. Uh, All right, so no, I don't really care about the streak thing at yeah, this point. That's okay. the third thing that bothers me. That's how much bullshit that's going on before they even before get to the ring. they get to a really good match. Yeah, it's a good match. Um, yeah, the uh, Undertaker, this is his, to this point... This is his best uh, WrestleMania match, and he's 40 years old. Yeah. He looks great on offense. Yeah. He looks great on defense because that's the thing. Yeah, Orton last, is, he's last, not steamrolling Orton. Yeah, last Mania did not, was not very good for him. It was no. him and Kane. It was kind of a joke. It was kind of, and you know, he's like, you're always like, oh, it's a, you know, a lot of these matches are short. A lot of these matches are unremarkable. During the beginning, the first yeah, good point. 10 of, yeah. or 11 of the streak is pretty unremarkable. Yeah, the second one was only long because he left the ring on a stretcher for like five yeah. minutes. No, this is a 14-minute match. Yes. It could be a little bit shorter, but it's fine. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's it's interesting because you've got the crowds obviously very behind Taker. You're getting these loud Randy sucks chants, which he's getting good heat. I mean, that's it's the great. point. Orton gives a, a Taker a DDT that looks very dangerous. Yeah. I love it. Folks. Undertaker so takes, a, like he'll, oh, and this is from here on out, takes needless shots to the head that... In, in WrestleManias. But, you know, you got more Undertaker doing more MMA. He uses a dragon sleeper. Um, there's a great thing where he does a last ride. It's a powerbomb. And then 
he goes to give him the last ride, and then Randy turns uh, into an RKO. Yeah, yeah. Um, tries to. No, no. The, oh, the, at one oh, point, that, no, a that's choke the, slam the choke into slam into the RKO. RKO. The other one is a is like a last ride. He attempts it, but then the ref gets knocked out. And when the ref gets knocked out, that's the Cowboy Bob Ar- Orton's chance to come out uh, with his cast, which was his gimmick prop in the in the eighties uh, to to knock the, to great gimmick prop. I love it. Yeah, he had Who's a cast on his arm for like six years. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just goddamn thing won't set right when you keep hitting people in the head with it. Also, you know, like he used that to sneak in booze, like everywhere, yeah. or weapons, or pills, or something. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not gonna check the cast. <laughs> That's probably how the gimmick started. Um, yeah, so he does the choke slam into the RKO. Looks great, um, and then Orton's uh, he just he's mocking Undertaker doing the throat slash. Goes for a tombstone, which gets countered, which always looks cool. Oh, by the way, when Orton is doing the, I'm gonna do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Cole's apt. <laughs> Commentary. Oh, do you, do you remember this? Yeah. Wait a minute. That's what the Undertaker does. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's cl- like this is for children. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Undertaker's thing. Womp womp. Oh, the Taker wins because it's Taker. Yeah. Orton should have won though. Like yeah. he fucking he that ends even, the story. Yeah. He, he might killed even, all the legends. Yeah. He might have even called the match. Like he Orton did yeah. way more work in this than right. Taker. Yeah. It is Undertaker. Undertaker does look really good and is his best one. Not his best WrestleMania match by far. We will get those in the next few weeks. All right, moving on. So, uh, JR, I'm ashamed of you because he says that this uh, women's match, I think it's about jealousy, which is now what all women's matches and divas... Sorry, I don't know what a women's match is. What all divas matches are. This is still a women's match. I know, we still have a women's title, which is kind of crazy. This is uh, Trish Stadish versus Christy Hemi with Lita. Yes. Uh, I didn't realize Christy was like not really a wrestler until the video She was the winner of... She was a winner of the Diva Search, which is exactly what it sounds like. She cannot wrestle. They had a. It's this, like the second Diva Search. The first time they just let them like, I think they got them in Playboy or something. The second one they actually gave them like a contract. Um, it's funny that she looks like Eva Marie when they're showing that Playboy shoot. Um, the current wrestler who's just there to look pretty and can't wrestle for shit. No, Eva Marie's way better than this girl. Which is sad. This woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the video package is interesting because uh, Trish spray paints Christy. Yes. This is not the first time spray paint has been used on skin. Isn't that bad for you? Like, no joke. Isn't is there a special fake spray body pa- spray yeah, paint that they use because that can't be good for your like you could yeah well you're probably absorbing some toxins that you really shouldn't yeah probably absorbing some toxins you shouldn't the tagline of WrestleMania <laughs> uh, yeah she she's spray paints that she's a slut because she uh, consented to a Playboy photo shoot. Whatever. Uh, Lita's there, which is disappointing because Lita could actually wrestle. Yes, and that's the... And, and yeah, she's hurt, and so she trained this idiot to wrestle. Um, Good for this idiot. Yeah, JR says it's dangerously divalicious. Uh, I think he's talking about Trish's outfits, which, outfit, which is like these pants and like fake suspenders. All right, it's a four-minute match, but it feels like it's a ten-minute match, and yeah. it's over really quickly, but... This also, really like, who's bad. the heel? Like, it's very, Who like... Cares? Let's yeah. just move on. I don't want to talk about I do want to say that King has the balls to say that Christie's the most glamorous cover that Playboy's ever had. I'm like, okay. oh, okay, cool, cool. Good job. Good job. All right, moving on. There's a fantastic video package for our next match. It's Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Yes. Kurt Angle, the best wrestler in the WWE at this point. He's a legit Olympic champion from 1996. He's got the gold medal. Shawn Michaels, on the other hand, is Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah. And the video package shows how many cool entrances <laughs> Shawn Michaels has had. You know how many? I looked it up. He had all of them. 
That's what makes him Mr. WrestleMania. Not his wrestling skill set. Not anything he does in the ring. Cool intros. Zipline. Kurt Angle has a gold medal. Yeah, and for amazing storyline purposes, the year he got that gold medal is when HBK used his zipline and had a really bad rest- a match at a the one of the worst but like m- most fun WrestleManias. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's so great. And they and they also had the like the wrestling reason, which as always, Royal Rumble starts the sure. road to yeah. Mania. HBK had a limited angle, so Angle's piss came back. Fine. Which is the easiest and best way to just like, we need a match in two months. Here you go. Yeah. It's awesome. This is a awesome match. Match of the night. 27 minutes long. Doesn't feel like a half hour, does it? It No, it doesn't. Yeah. And it really ramps it up. Right. Really great pacing. The first, I don't know, five to seven minutes of this is pretty much just mat work. Yeah. From uh, Michael's on to uh, angle. Not what you'd expect. Right. And anyway. that's in the storyline that, that like, well, he's beating him in his own game. Like, Angle wasn't prepared for this. Like, you know, Michael's... So much yeah. different than the last match. Yeah. So much different. Um, this is such a good quality match. Even without knowing the video... Like, take away the video package, it's just as good. Yeah, and and because you got you got JR and King, and, like, the, this is a match that JR... This is not, like... Even if Angle is doing stuff that's technical, it's still telling a, a basic story. Yeah, uh, this is the first time I've noticed that, like, oh, we're staying within the confines of the ring and just outside of the ring. Like, we're done with that Stone Cold heart going through the entire arena bullshit. Yeah, I didn't realize that, but, yeah, they haven't done that. They, they barely, can... they're in, like, one corner of the ring for five minutes. Right. Never happens in in previous manias. Yeah. Maybe the first five, but this is totally different. This is this weird new... Uh, mixture of like MMA and actual wrestling and a little bit of high flying spots. It's great. Yeah, there. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that does not going to do it justice trying to describe it because it's so you know you have to really see just the way the counters like Angle gets out of an arm lock and then HBK immediately counters into Sunset Flip. Like they just keep flipping and reversing each other's moves. Isn't there a moonsault in this? Uh, Doesn't Michaels try to do he, one or something like that? There's t- there's a couple like. Uh, Michaels does a kind of a springboard crossbody, kind of a moonsault onto Angle when he's on the table. Yeah, but Angle does try a moonsault off the top it. rope, and and Michaels moves. Okay, that now is banned, right? Like you're no. not allowed to do moonsaults anymore. I no, they banned that for obvious reasons. No, no, they do moonsaults. Oh, they should they should ban that. Ko can do. Ko has done a moonsault. I don't want to see that anymore. I'm worried yeah. about you guys. <laughs> That's it's it looks too da- it, like it is too dangerous. Yeah, it's not the shooting star press where you probably fall on your head. You can land at least, hard, you know, parallel to the mat instead of perpendicular, which would be the bad way. Um, there is one move that I thought there's some stuff that this is where the overhead camera or like another angle doesn't work because it exposes it like um oh, angle has him up for the angle slam and slams hpk's back into the ring post on the reverse you can see that it didn't it hit his leg yeah he did and a really good job he did a really good job because on the other shot i was like oh that looked bad because it looked like it hits his spine but it's a really great like trick shot and jr oversells it <laughs> he does oversell and they keep cutting to the second camera which you know but that's good though because that's the b- working hpk's back is a thing like you have to you you know his Real life back injury took him out of action for several years. Like it's it's a it's a known way to attack him. I take it back. This does feel like it's this length, but that's okay. Okay, it starts to feel like a marathon match. Like there's uh, there's like seven times where Angle almost wins in a submission. Yeah, on HBK, and he finally does win. Right, and uh, but it's one of those things where like 
you still look great. This is worth it. You could lose and be just as good. It's, yeah. It's one of those. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they uh, there's some great like kind of teases. Angle is trying to do a German suplex off the apron to the announce table. Um, when they when they do do a table spot and it doesn't break, King helpfully tells you that the tables have been reinforced with steel, yeah. which is great like way to sell how that didn't break. It looks stupid. Yeah. Um, you know they both they're they're out of the ring for a while. They both get in back at nine. Um, you know, Ingles bleeding from his mouth, and uh, oh yeah, they're doing chops, trading chops. So that bleeding from the mouth, <laughs> Jr's like, I think he's bleeding from the inside. That's <laughs> really bad. <laughs> I think he's got internal bleeding. It's worse. <laughs> yeah, he's not spitting up blood. He just got hit in his face. Um, but then you know, HBK nips up, does his little comeback sequence, um, hits the the top rope elbow, and he's working the crowd for sweet chin music. He's almost doing like a Hogan like check like all four sides of the ring thing. Um, it goes sweet chin music, but it gets countered into uh, the ankle lock. Um, and this is like the first time they do it. He waits so long before grabbing the rope. Like it's the whole time. And this is just because he's a great actor f- in the ring. He It's within his grasp the whole time. But he's yeah. like, it's making it look like his arm's too short or he's not going to be able to do it. And just building that tension. Um, you know, there's some great. Like more counters and stuff. Angle does that that top rope moonsault where he misses, and then, uh, and that's basically like it's like hubris. You know, he's he's done the mat work and he's supposed to be so much superior at that. So he tries what Michaels is good at and it doesn't work. Um, but he does hit a this like the top rope angle slam to get a two count, and then he's doing that. You know, they get that. I wish they had stayed with it or had a camera on closer because he's like holding Angle's holding Michaels up, yelling in his face like, oh, yeah, like go great. like stay down. Yeah. You know. And I wish they had stayed on that, but he gets gets super super kicked. Um, I understand why they didn't keep it on because I'm assuming these guys are not censoring themselves. Oh yeah, at this yeah. Point. I I know that like you could always tell when when Rock was shit talking that he yeah, actually it was. Awesome. Um, it almost looks like they botched a three count. Did you catch that? Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a few times in this, but you don't really care. Yeah, it no. doesn't take you out of it. Or it actually did. not You know, it just keeps going. But Michaels is then like, at, you know, acting really out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ankle lock out of nowhere and then I really like this all the normal counters you do for that of like getting your other leg and kind of it's familiar stuff that you know how this is supposed to play out you get an ankle lock you push your other leg you push off get the guy off you it's not working he keeps recentering him in the ring Michaels is selling it um, if Michaels like won this yeah. it would have been a huge disappointment yeah definitely I am so glad that they didn't do that bullshit. Right, and it's smart, and and this is the part where Michaels, for all the politicking, all the shit he did for so so long, he knows that you got to keep putting Angle over at this yeah. point. That's great. Yeah, I wish Angle would come back, but I understand it's never going to happen. Right. All right, moving on. Moving on. They Highlight play of the some night music, for me. Some music you like? Rowdy Rowdy Piper is here. Here's the Piper music. It's gonna we're gonna let that play once. He's uh, my fave. My fave comes on to do Piper's Pit, which is the premise of this talk show and everything I've ever done and didn't know it. He's going to have a special guest in his Stone Cold Steve Austin. On paper, this is going to be amazing. They both fulfill the exact same role. Yes. Uh, they are both the anti-authoritarian, badass motherfuckers that don't give a shit. The difference is uh, Piper believed his gimmick, and Stone Cold's a piece of shit. Here's why, everybody. <laughs> Fuck Stone Cold. Fuck you idiots. Here's why. So Piper's like, who's this badass motherfucker? I want to meet him. But he's he's much more of a gentleman. Yes. And he says, who's this guy? And the crowd starts saying things like what? He's like, well, stop doing that. I'm yeah. better. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold comes out. He goes, I'm supposed to be impressed. He's like, no, I just want to see who you are. They slap each other. Fine. I get it. But then he's like, 
I like this guy. I kind of like you. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. And then they have a beer. Right. No, no, that, not, this fucks uh, up. Yeah. And then Carlino comes out. Yeah, so that's why the first part of it, I was even going to suggest, like, just playing it, like, playing their inter- their exchange. Because it kind of makes sense. Because it's kind of, like, they're so good, and the fact that... Mm, are they so good, or is Piper so good, and that fucking gimmick is super tired? And, and it's not even tired because of Stone Cold. What? Stone Cold's gimmick's actually yeah. good. Oh, the what thing? The what thing. Oh, yeah, it no, I think... takes me out of it so no, much. No, it doesn't, it, when, because he even, at one point, he changes his cadence and doesn't leave the spaces, and then he's like... Try to keep up with me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's no, it's definitely Should because play, Piper. Play, let's see if I could. You see if it, see if it works. All right. You know, but his best line is like, "I was here when WrestleMania didn't have a number. I was pissing off Vince McMahon when the red on your neck was diaper rash." I mean, he's just got got great stuff. And then for some reason, I mean, not it's just like Carlito comes out. So you're the rebel. Welcome to Piper's Pit. Oh, God! Thank you very much for having me, you little son of a bitch. Would you like another? Now that we got that out of the way, son, I got a lot of respect for you. I ain't never met you till now. I got a lot of respect for you. What are you, deaf? I ain't doing that again. I'll tell you something else, sir. I got a lot of respect for you sticking up for Vince McMahon, against him, for him, down on him. You be the man. Try to keep up with me. But on one point. I beg to differ! Well, if you'd shut up and listen, I'll tell you. What point would that be? You don't understand him either? That's exactly that would be this part, sir. I was here when WrestleMania didn't have a number. I was pissing Vince McMahon off when the red on the back of your neck was diaper rash, buddy. I may agree on all the other parts, but son, on the rebel part, you nor James Dean got nothing on me. Trust me. Well now, first of all, you mealy-mouthed bastard. You ought to know I don't trust one single son of a bitch, much less you. You come out here talking your trash in your little black jacket, your little white shirt, your little red dress, your little furry gimmicks, 
You little messed up boots. Your little goatee. Looks like your cat run off. Am I supposed to be impressed by you? Are you supposed to intimidate me? Am I supposed to be scared? Because there's something going on here that I'm just not understanding because for some reason you don't scare me one single bit. Do I make myself clear? No, no, think about it a little longer. What we have here is failure to communicate. That being said, why don't you take it? Of people who don't want to be cool. Now what the hell's going on? Die! 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 That's your plan? No, it ain't my plan. Is it your plan? I'm ready to fight. Guys, guys, guys. This is kind of great. This is Carlito's first WrestleMania appearance, I think. Yeah, it's a real WrestleMania moment. This is Carlito. It's uh, He's the son of uh, Colon. I forgot the, the patriarch's name, but Colon. He's like a famous Puerto Rican wrestler. Uh, Primo and Epico are like his cousins, I think. Um, you know, the Matadors. Because the Matadors are Puerto Rican. Um, the thing with Carlito's gimmick was that, like, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. It's hilarious. And start, and then it's like, we've got over like the music that starts with, like DDPs. Like it's yeah. me, it's DDP. They can be really bad. Also, Carlito's gimmick is it basically like, Mister, what was the Chris Kattan thing where he ate the apple and spit it? Oh, the monkey guy. Yeah, the monkey guy. <laughs> it's the monkey guy. That's good. He's got an apple. I love it so. So much. yeah, he comes out because he would eat the apple and spit in your face. Um, so Roddy does that. Yeah. Um, and he spits it in his face. Yeah. Like, yes. And then, uh, but Carlito attacks Piper. Austin just stands back for a minute and kind of laughing at, at Roddy getting his ass kicked. But then he jumps in. They do a little, you know, uh, Roddy gets in his finish, finishing move, the eye poke. Yeah. And then <laughs> Austin Austin stuns the kid and they drink beer and celebrate. So Austin. Really quick, a few notes yeah. about the drinking beer. Uh, Austin has, Austin's thing is he gets two beers. He catches two beers from somebody that throws them from outside the ring. Opens them and then smashes them together. Yes. Drinks a little bit. Piper. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this. Yeah. Piper, uh, he's like, all right. He drinks the beer. <laughs> he drinks two beers. <laughs> he just drinks two beers drinks in Drinks two real beers time. in the morning, drink two beers at night. Yeah. <laughs> and then Piper, and then Austin looks at him. He's like, all right, fuck it. And then he throws yeah. him two more. <laughs> he's like, you know, this, you know this is a work, brother, right? Like, you're not supposed to drink the beer. Oh, it's great. Um, and here's a note, a personal note. I've known so many drunks like Piper working in bars, and they were always good guys, honestly. Um, and I would be attracted to them and try to talk to them, and they were always nice. And I've stayed away from so many assholes in those same bars that were exactly like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, They do the same thing, but they attract a different kind of person, and I don't like that person. Right. And especially the older I get. Like, I understand why people are like, Stone Cold sucks. But I understand also why Stone Cold's great. But Rowdy is just good. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would not like Rowdy. And everyone did like Rowdy. And he's the one, that's the whole, like, you know, he was, that. that's the forgotten thing of of Mania 1. Yeah. Is like, Hogan, we saw Hogan against some pretty crappy heels. You had him have him a good, against a good heel and, and, you know, Piper's the forgotten half of that story. Yeah. Anyways, all right, let's go back to what happens next. Oh, Austin gives him a stunner. Why? To pop the crowd. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck all you motherfuckers. 
Piper did it happily. Sure, yeah. I know he did it happily, but fuck you guys. By the way, really quick, no problem with Stone Cold, like, usually, other than the being the wife thing. Like, it's yeah. a gimmick. It's a great gimmick. Yeah. It's just the what chance to this day no, I know. bother me. And that's something that he didn't, he's apologized. Like, he didn't do, like, he was doing that as a character. He didn't think it was yeah, going to take off like that. a great character gimmick, too. That's the thing that sucks about this. Yeah. It's kind of like like it's sort of like McDonald's. Like, oh, I appreciate what McDonald's does and the service they provide. I just wish they didn't murder everyone. <laughs> maybe that's a bad analogy. Anyways, yeah. no, maybe maybe it's a bad analogy. Did you notice that there's a very weird cut between this segment and our next segment? I'm wondering what was there originally. Thank you, because this is when they have to set up the match for for a sumo match. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. All right. This is <laughs> happening. Uh, probably because I think I read something that. It's it's Big Show, well it's the Big Show against uh, Ekibono, uh, and I think it was to get more uh, pay per view buys in Japan. Oh sure, I can completely yeah, understand yeah. why they do this. Right, it's right. actually not the worst. idea. I think it's fine, and they actually handle it well, like with respect. Yeah, but they have to take down the ropes, which is kind of cool. They take down the ropes. They put new ring mat that's got the with the, the circle, thing, which is cool. Yeah. And it's a legit. I mean, it's it's a work, but it's a. Is it? Yeah. I mean, is it a work? I mean, how is it a work? Because the guy you thought would win wins. It's a minute long, and the big show. But it's loses. a work. I mean, it's like I don't know how much of a work, but it's like there was no chance the big show was going to win. I think it's no, I disagree. I think All it right. wasn't a work. I think because <laughs> if if big show won, that could be like the bullshit thing. That could right, be right. the rem- like. I yeah. think everyone was cool with either outcome. I think no, I think it's cool. I just I think from what I, I saw online and it makes and I just think they I think they maybe learned the gimmick from that time that butter oh, being knocked out. Match. Yeah, isn't this works so much better? And I think I think people were like, okay, it's a minute. It's not that you know. It's a good use of Big Show. We don't have to see him wrestle. It's real sumo gear. So these yeah. guys are like in big the baby diapers. Yeah. Yeah. The Mawasi, which this is a t- Taz and Cole match, so t- you know they're going to tell you the technical stuff about, and they they Wait, do it. I cannot imagine Lawler calling this. Yeah, the they're in uh, they're in they're in their underwear, <laughs> Jr. Which because wrestlers never in their yeah, underwear, exactly. but yeah, they do the ring, they do the salt, you know. Um, really quick though, yeah. is this one of the like worst rated WrestleMania matches? It's a dud. It yeah. Is. I don't mind it. I it's just not, you know, it. it's just not wrestling. But it's like if you're just judging it as is a good wrestling match, then but it's interesting. not applicable, like a, right? It's weird to have like respect because it, the big show loses, but it's like, hey, put on a pretty decent yeah. show. No pun intended. He lifts up the hand of the like he's gonna get the, the choke slam. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. He it, like, he, he does his little move, which is kind of great. Yeah, it's he like, lifted. Like he did get he got Akabana off off the ground, but then he gets tossed out of the ring. Um, it is the weirdest popcorn match ever, though. Like yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to do all this pomp and circumstance for a not-wrestling sport, and but it's just to kill time, but not a lot of time? Very strange. Very weird. Also, fun fact. Uh, do you know what the Japanese term for a pro sumo wrestler is? What? Rikishi. Shut up. Found that out on the internet today. Yeah. Well, he's a big show. Moving on. To our first of two uh, headline matches. Is co-headlining thing? Because it's both belt. They're both for the... Yeah. This is for the WWE Championship. This is for the... It's funny because this is like the real champion. The real championship. So confusing. Yeah, it's they're unified now. Thankfully, don't worry so. about it. Yeah. So JBL at this point has the longest reign in a decade. If you've noticed, they keep saying decade. They don't say who because it was uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Big sexy. Uh, 
He had diesel had it for 358 days that almost killed the company. Uh, JBL's only had it for 280, and the company's doing probably just fine. He kisses the belt. That's like part of his gimmick. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Not as disgusting as what happens after this match with the belt. All right, continue. Yeah, so this is against uh, Juan Cena. Music, they're, I'm using his, his uh, Hispanic name. And here is Juan Cena's music. <laughs> <laughs> and the feud is because JBL says you have disgraced the U.S. title by making it the bling bling sideshow. I'm using the JBL accent, too. Um, yeah, this is still Cena in his thugonomics phase, so he's turned that he's... It's, but now it's the it's, theme song we don't know. It's love. the love it. It's, it's Rapido. So but it's, he turned the fucking U.S. title belt into a spinner. It's great. It's great. I just always think the Chris Rock bit, but I can't repeat it. But I always think the, the Chris Rock bit. Really quick, I, I I watched an old clip from like '81 today, and it was Piper and Flair. I'm like, like just some local thing, and the right. U.S. belt was there. Yeah, I forgot that the U.S. belt used to be like in the shape of the United States. It's such oh, a cool looking nice. belt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's go back to the spinner. I like. Belt, yeah. I do you like? Yeah. Do you like America or spinners? Yeah. America is spinners. <laughs> America is John Cena. Uh, you, could, yeah. you could write that one. I'll give it. Um, it's already been written. <laughs> yeah, it's called the next ten WrestleManias. Um, so in the Cena, he had given the FU to the to Teddy Long, the general manager of SmackDown, and he basically got hit with a, the step that if he couldn't hit uh, JBL before Mania, or he'd lose his title shot, and, unless JBL hits him first. Um, so he spray painted his limo. He put water in the cowboy hat and then put it on JBL's head. And he said, uh, you're going to talk about it, be about it. That's what John Cena sounds like. I have like. no idea what this means or why I wrote it down, but in all caps I have, uh, John Cena lives by a code with three exclamation points. <laughs> I think he just, that's, I think it speaks for itself. That was just a feeling I had? Yeah, so Cena gets arrested. Um, he fights off the cops, like fucking, like, like, uh, Mark Wahlberg in the, in the, in the fighter. Yeah. This is so great. Yeah, so, um, then we get to the... Uh, a pretty great intro. Uh, oh, yeah. JBL comes out first, even though he's the champion. Yes, because he comes out with his limo that has the Longhorns on it uh, with a police escort. <laughs> and he reigns like fucking Batman 89. He reigns dollars from the... $100 bills. With his face on him. <laughs> so it's not so legal it's tender. So it's not weird tender. So he pops the crowd that they think they're getting money and they're getting his face. That's a great heel move. <laughs> Uh, and then Rapidu. <laughs> yes. Um, for some reason, I think I saw a huge... It looked like an uh, Italian flag. Could have been... Maybe it was a Mexican sure. flag. It said Keith is still limp. But it's like a huge... Like a two people have to hold it flag in the front row. What does that mean? Keith is still limp. What does that mean? I guess their friend Keith. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a wiener joke. That's the only... That's the second <laughs> sign I had. Um, yeah, so basically this match, it's kind of a lot like seeing his last one where, you know, JBL's on offense a lot. It looks yeah. real old school. Really quick, yeah. really quick. Um, is JBL the least popular WWE champion of all time? Like, the one that matters. Like, you had the belt for a long time. Stay tuned for two WrestleManias. Okay, now. great. And then second question is, do you want to get some Chain Gang Soldier jerseys? What? Uh, John Cena's jersey he comes out yeah. in is Chain Gang Soldiers. <laughs> Number 54 because he played college football and yeah. he was the center and his number was 54. Well, there you go. Then you, yes. Okay, good. I tried to find uh, find you a John Cena, like a the lock, the bike lock. Oh, yeah. Can't find it. I figure I'd get the chain, but like, yeah. 
Um, but JBL is looking real, like just old school. Yeah, looks like DiBiase like throws on a sleeper. Um, oh, it's very quiet in the arena as well. Yeah, because this is not no. But and it's uh, a very Hoganish in its storytelling. Like JBL is yeah. doing everything for the first three fourths of the match, and it's really old and school. Then, like yeah, and then Cena hits the five knuckle shuffle. He pumps <laughs> up his shoes. I love it. <laughs> which I wish he would bring that back. I love Hits the FU, he wins. It's totally anticlimactic. It's uh, 95% of Cena matches for the next decade. I love it so much. But it's like, that, but you, I mean, for the stuff that you love about Cena, you see why that's like a oh, for sure. horrible match. But he's fucking facing JBL in oh yeah in real one of the war, like one quote of the unquote, real life. If a if a young man that's like 26 and ripped is gonna fight like a 44 year old, yeah. Cena oh no, I don't have a problem with the man. I don't have a problem with him winning. It so just, the storytelling still makes some sort of sense. Storytelling is really bad because it just it's it, it's a. The Deus Ex Cena, and it just like ends the. It just ends it. Like, it ends it, the match, you know? and John Cena is our new champion, which is great. And he jumps into the crowd. And he's very happy. He, yeah, but before that, he gets the belt, and like he's testing a fucking gold coin in 1860. He bites the leather of the belt. That's been on men. Like, don't do that. Uh, That's weird. Do you know what Michael Cole said? No. Ladies and gentlemen, the time is indeed now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see him, but the time is now. <laughs> fucking twerp. God. I love it so much. Yeah, so get uh, be excited. Uh, Cena will be in the, basically the upper card, like main event scene, basically until... Every pay-per-view until he's hurt, period. But even like, like in 31, he was like the fourth match. It wasn't really like considered like... The main event. And it was a great match. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take quite a while where he's not in the like, first or second match. I genuinely do understand why people hate Cena. I yeah. get it. Um, but because of distance, I love it. Yeah. I think you're going to... Maybe in like six or seven of these, when he starts really becoming Hogan-ish, you might have to go. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but, but we'll I'm, see. I'm far from there. Yeah. Got a few weeks to go. Um, so then we cut to our... Uh, Our second Hall of Fame ceremony? Yeah, like on stage. Still a big fan. Still a big fan of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you got um, Bob Orton, uh, Jimmy Hart, Mr. Wonderful, Nikolai Volkov, Iron Sheik, Piper and Hogan. Um, when they show the night before, Orton's like, thanks to everyone who put their lives in their hands going in the ring with me. <laughs> like, yeah, he totally was just a drunk who That's happened so to wrestle. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun movie, Drunks Who Happen to Wrestle. Starring Bob Orton. There you go. Uh, you know, it's perfect that uh, Piper got in the same year as Hogan. Like, it's, it could not have been better. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Hogan. And I know it is scripted, so good job, guys. Yeah, and, of course, Hogan has to go over on Rowdy. Like, what other way? I mean, Rowdy gives a nice speech. And then Hulk... Heartfelt. Yeah, and Hulk says, Hulkamania will live forever now that I'm in the Hall of Fame. Not so fast. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting tidbit. Who's the celebrity inductee? So Stallone is there to induct oh, Hogan. Yeah. He's not part of the ceremony. Is there not a celeb? I don't year? think there's a celeb that year. We'll look it up. Mean Gene, best voice in wrestling. Yes. Right? In yeah. terms of non-commentary, best voice in wrestling. He, Classic announcer voice. He introduces all of our inductees. He didn't announce any celebrities. Hmm. By the way, all of the wrestlers that were inducted were brought out with a WWE diva. Some hot TNA. So you know that Stacey Keebler brought out Hogan and they did that bullshit thing with the fucking, let me hear you, bullshit. Rowdy, perfect gentleman. Yeah. Want to make that perfectly clear. Rowdy Roddy Piper, the villain, perfect gentleman. 
Your fucking hero is a piece of shit. Do you know who wasn't a perfect gentleman? Uh, Mr. Wonderful comes out basically going, check out the cans on this one <laughs> to her like to her face and cans. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, but he's an old man, so it's cute. It's fine. Aww. All right. Well, it's I'm glad it existed. It's, yeah. But we've already seen Hogan. We've already seen Piper. It's whatever. Who cares? Right, right. I'm not. Uh, show me Piper every fucking yeah. mania. I'm, I'm there. Well, you know, you got a few more of those. All right. And then we have a pretty decent video package for our, our main event. It's Batista versus Triple H. Yeah, and it's a good storyline. It's a great storyline. It's The storyline is better than the actual match. Very much so. Um, the storyline, um, if you've seen Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, is basically that Triple H, uh, he got this, you got some big jacked guy named Dave Batista, and he turned him into the animal, he turned him into this ass kicker. Um, but, you know, Frankenstein Monster turned on him. Uh, basically because... Triple H also, is, as you might learn from wrestling, isn't wrestling. Uh, Triple H made Evolution to protect himself, and it was all about him. It wasn't like a f- it was. It was. I mean, it is like the Four Horsemen, which is to protect Ric Flair. Yeah, it's, it's smart. Just, He's awesome. Yeah, he just puts a lot of guys around him, except um, started picking the guys off. So in between the last Mania, uh, he turned on Randy Orton, uh, gave him the th- he won the belt. Uh, Orton did, and he's on uh, uh, Batista's shoulders and. Uh, Triple H just gives him the thumbs up, and then he gives him the thumbs down. So they beat the shit out of Orton, jumped him out of the gang. And then um, Batista won the Rumble. So at this point, he's getting a title shot, but there's two titles, so he has to pick which show, which title. Uh, but he overhears Triple H and Flair talking shit, standing outside the locker room, which, like, when they show that, they, like, zoom out, and he's staying there. It's such a cartoon. It's great. Um, so he's going to uh, go SmackDown and not face Triple H, but then he gives the thumbs down. And... Uh, that started their feud. And he's like, basically, it's like Triple H. It's like, I, I made this animal. I got to put him down. And it's a... Makes sense. Yeah, and Triple H is the, very much the heel, and Batista is very over, and yeah. Um. So what we have is really great. Motorhead's there again. Playing the game. Playing the game. Yeah. Time to play. Rest in peace, Lemmy. I think Lemmy died. Has he? Did he die before we recorded our last one or after? Oh, yeah, because we talked about this. But he recorded. He died uh, late December, So we. Rec- but he also... Uh, he was laid to rest uh, over the weekend, and Triple H gave a eulogy at his funeral. Yeah. So that's a that's a point in the that they were actually friends. Call. Yeah. Uh, big. F- I'm currently wearing a Motorhead shirt, and I had the shirt long before <laughs> we were doing this, and I knew about this. Um, yeah. And now you bought more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just a huge fan of Evolution. <laughs> just a big Triple H fan. Uh, really quick about Motorhead, though. Sound is fucking horrible. Yeah. There's no bass, which you might want to have or when guitar. Lemmy's there. Or guitar. Yeah. It's really, really it's bad. All drums, yeah. all drums, and I wonder if it sounded good there. No, it couldn't. Have. It couldn't because they were mic'd incorrectly. Yeah. They just were not mic. They're a they're a live band. Right. We've heard them in previous manias. They know how to play. Right. They're not trying to disguise their talent here. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they kiss out there like they had Motorhead. So this match starts and it's in very. Oh, by the way, yeah. Lemmy comes from the stage. That Motorhead's playing on. Like, he comes from under the stage. Oh, does he? You didn't notice that? No, I didn't. Lemmy does not give a fuck. He's like, this is what <laughs> happens at every show. I'm the singer. He does I'm this water attraction. thing from the stage. Yeah. And then he does his water thing outside the ring. Okay. Lemmy doesn't give a fuck. Oh, Triple H comes through the... Yes. Okay, I thought you said Lemmy comes through the No, I okay. fucked that up. <laughs> That'd be great if they yeah. just had Lemmy wrestle and he just <laughs> yeah. spit the water. Yeah. Um. So, this and match... again... Why are the champions coming out first? Lemmy comes out. Or, yeah. sorry, Triple H comes up yeah. first. What the fuck? Very strange. Um, so it's kind of the opposite, uh, at least when it starts, of the Goldberg-Lesnar match. Like, 
the face-offs and the tie-ups and stuff, like, they're actually building suspense. They're not just being assholes. Um, and it's the same type of build of, like, you got two big fucking roided-out, HGH'd-out monsters. Batista especially, who's really fucking veiny, like... like. But is he? Is it Roy's because he's one of these guys that are, like, naturally huge? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It He looks ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and Flair's out there on the apron, uh, which ensures there's going to be some, you know, flair shenanigans, um, which he's still doing in 2016, but now <laughs> yeah. he's for his daughter, because he's a, cause he's a uh, family man. He's yeah. A good father. Two, you know, two out of three, I, eight I back. I finally watched Celebrity Wife Swap with uh, him and Piper. How'd that go? For them and for you? I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Um, Flair's life to me just seems so sad. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the... Uh, and, they, uh, and Piper's the dead one. And I'm like, he was... The, I'm going to go with the homeless dead one who had a happier life than Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was on Rick's podcast. You listen to that? No, should I? It's super awkward. Oh, as right, you would Now I kind of want to do Yeah, it. it's real weird. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, they're just, you know... And this is just By like the way, the fact wrestling. that we're talking about that and not this match... That sums says it a up. lot about this match. I'd rather talk Power about Our wrestling, Flair. which I, like, I usually like a lot. Yeah. Ten minutes in, I was bored... My note at 20 minutes in, I'm still very bored. How long is this one? 25, I want to say. Yeah. No, it's 21. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah, it feels longer. It never got good. There's a part where... The, but it was never horrible No, either. but That's Triple H goes for the... But it's stuff we've seen. It's nothing too novel. But, you know, he goes any Hogan match. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, no, I'd go Hogan and Vince was probably better. Um. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking... When I when you say Hogan, Hogan match, Rock, I always think pretty, the first run, right? Yeah. And his first run is so bad. And then he came back and the matches are compared to those... Which just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he had, Yeah, so there's one spot where uh, Triple H is going for the pedigree on the, the ring steps. Um, it's the most awkward counter ever because Batista has to back by drop him, but not too hard because he would actually break his back. And then he slingshots him into the r- ring post because Triple H an opportunity to cut his head open. Oh yeah, he bleeds a lot. Yeah, um, this is so boring. I'm just yeah. Let's no, stop one, talking about at it. one point. No, at one point they're talking about. Rick Flair's this I have an opportunity to bring up John Cena. So oh, So at one point uh Flair's using his coat or something to to choke uh Batista cuz he's a cheater and JR says something about haberdashery. Did you see John Cena's 7 minutes in heaven? No. Are you familiar with that the video series? No. It's like a it's on the internet uh Oh the comic. The comic. Yeah. So Cena was on it. Oh. But Cena he asked him about like what kind? Of, I thought you would have seen this because it was in headlines. Because no, no. Ki- you know the gimmick is that he kisses everybody, so he yeah. kissed John Cena, and it's super awkward. But the in it, he's talking about Cena's childhood, and I think Cena I think means to say hijinks, and he says haberdashery instead. Like we got his, uh, you know a bunch of haberdashery when we were kids, and then they cut, and the ne- and now they're wearing like tiny hats. <laughs> they totally covered the fact that he doesn't <laughs> speak English. That's great. So check that out, Cena's uh, Seven Minutes Heaven. Another thing that's not in this match. Um, yeah, I mean they uh, they cheat, and uh, he does. Batista does give him uh, Triple H a clothesline when he's coming out of the corner that looks like he's gonna take his head off. Yeah, that that, that was good. Like and that. then at that point he's pouring blood, he's crawling, he's like waving him off like no moss, no moss. And you know the, they do the kind of you know this classic. The ref gets hurt, they cheat. Um, they lie, they cheat, they steal. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, Batista counters a pedigree, basically like a white noise, like he does like. He has him upside down and drops him on his head and back. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is soaked in blood, and Batista gives him the thumbs down. Uh, Batista bomb for the win, and then there's so much pyro in the ring. Like, above the ring. I just, like, pop, 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 just around the whole thing. I'm glad there's a new champ. That's always fun. Yeah, we have two new champs. 
Cool. And look what look at the difference within the champs we had last time. Uh, we, we came out of the last oh, one yeah, with Benoit right. and Guerrero, and now they've had their moment. They had their run, and now we got the next generation, uh, Batista and, and Cena. Yeah, I think they made the right decision with Batista and Cena because these guys are alive. Yes. So that's always a good. Yeah. So good job. You Vince chose. McMahon. You chose uh, money over wrestling skill. Not yeah. the worst. And idea. you put and you put Orton in your the match that gets the most attention other than the headline matches. It's pretty good. I mean, this is that's this is the stuff that this one. Um, I, I put it kind of. It's like in the middle. Totally in the middle. It's very. Uh, like even even Michael's angle, it's like good. it's good, and the first money in the bank is good and stuff. But I wouldn't. This not, there's nothing particularly memorable about, about this one. It's not even like the best Motorhead appearance. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you're when you're like judging it, based, that it's not even that. I mean, it says something about it. That's yeah. not all right. Yeah. Um, rest but, in peace, Lemmy. Rest in peace, Lemmy. Rest, rest in, in peace, peace Eddie Guerrero. Bowie. Rest in peace, David Bowie. Yeah, father of Stardust and Gold Dust. Just Stardust. No, Gold Dust too. There's no oh, gold yeah. dust without it's Bowie. Oh, yeah, gold dust with the androgyny, yeah. Yeah, what the course, fuck, man? Of course, yeah. yeah. He's the father of them all. Also, uh, somebody brought up, I think it was Box Brown, the uh, graphic novelist, you brought up a good point. Like, without Bowie doing Ziggy, like, are wrestlers wearing makeup? Does Sting exist? Does Warrior exist? Well, because... Um, Seriously. No, because Kiss doesn't exist. And that's where they got that. Okay, there you go. So there you go. Thank you, David Bowie. For Thanks for wrestling. 